minus G is from the Springs. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 18th of August, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. After news broke that the inflation rate in July was over 7%, the highest in decades, social organizations camped outside Plaza de Macho to demand greater aid. Among other demands, they are calling for an increase in the minimum wage to 105,000 monthly pesos, less than 400 U.S. dollars at the parallel exchange rate, which is the cost of a basic food basket for a family of four. Right now, the minimum wage is 45,000 pesos, less than $200. Meanwhile, the government is looking to cut down public spending. To do that, their plan is to impose steep increases on high earners and protect low-income citizens from big changes in their gas, electric, and water bills. Indeed, the government is moving forward with the subsidy cuts on utility bills, which is expected to save the government 455 billion pesos in 2023, about $1.6 billion. As we've mentioned in previous shows, the goal is to meet the IMF's target. Economy Minister Sergio Massa promised to meet the 2.5% primary fiscal deficit target this year, which won't come without its political cost. Rising utility bills, or in this case, cutting subsidies, has a history of being deeply unpopular and controversial in Argentina, so much so that the government spent almost $11 billion last year just to keep the bills nearly flat despite the high inflation rate. Speaking of billions, the government has asked crop export firms to bring $1 billion into the country next week to fuel the central bank's reserves after a period of speculation from farmers who refused to sell crops while they waited for the value exchange to settle, they seem to be ready to cooperate in bringing in hard currency to the country. To pressure the companies, the government threatened with delaying monthly tax returns, which would increase their costs. On that note about exports, President Fernandez is quite interested in lithium lately. On Tuesday the 16th, he visited the first lithium battery production plant in Argentina, which is located in La Plata, as well as the facilities of IPFE's YTEC in Berizo. On the tour, he spoke of the enormous economic and technological possibilities that the industrialization of lithium brings. Let's not forget that Argentina has the second largest reserves in the world. He also remarked that lithium-manufactured batteries have a higher value than the raw mineral when exported. In other words, the goal is to set up factories, generate owned technology, and transfer it to the provinces so that they can produce lithium, manufacture batteries, and create jobs for their people. That said, the production plant in La Plata is not finished yet. According to the schedule, it will be officially inaugurated by the end of the year and start production immediately. Initially, the goal is to meet strategic regional demands and later expand to the national and regional market. While the demand for lithium is rising, a study of the Pan American Health Organization, or PAHO, revealed that the demand for tobacco is dropping in the Americas. In fact, it has fallen from 28 
to 16% in the past two decades, which is good news for the PAHO and its goal of a 30% reduction before 2025. Right now, Chile is the country where the most adults consume tobacco, almost 30%, followed by Argentina, the United States, Uruguay, and Cuba. It's also twice as common for men to consume tobacco than it is for women, which, according to the study, reaffirms the need for the Americas to reinforce the gender aspect in control strategies. Speaking of smoking, the heavy smoke in the area of the Paraná River Delta and beyond is endangering health and destroying the environment. Wildfires are devastating the wetlands, and the smoke from the flames has reached the city of Rosario, some 310 kilometers north of Capital Federal, and could even be smelled and seen in Buenos Aires on Tuesday the 16th. On Monday the 15th, three people were arrested when they were discovered setting fire to dry vegetation on wetlands in the Entre Rios province and were handed over to the courts. According to the Deputy Minister Sergio Fedorovsky, people set fires to clear the fields for future planting or to transform the wetlands into future real estate developments. In Rosario, mass demonstrations have been held in recent days to demand an urgent bill to create a Ley de Humedales, or wetlands law, that protects the site from intentional burning. Meanwhile, the government is waiting for the smoke to clear regarding the Mapuche tensions. Last week, the Environment Ministry recognized the Lanin volcano in Patagonia as a sacred Mapuche site, only to backtrack the next day. Apparently, the ministry had made the decision without consulting the Neoken provincial administration, which prompted strong pushback. It's not clear where the provincial administration stands in regards to the Mapuche community's claim for territory, as there has been some inconsistencies. Neoken's government denied this request mere days after offering local Mapuche leaders veto powers over the future of the pipeline intended to transport shale gas across territory that they consider their own. Since we're on the topic of inconsistencies, Prosecutors have opened an investigation into the deaths of newborn babies at a hospital in the province of Córdoba. Between March and June, at least five babies born to healthy mothers perished. The prosecutor in charge of the case said he is investigating whether these were cases of medical malpractice, homicide, or negligence. In lighter news, those who are planning on getting their driver's license in Buenos Aires City should know that there has been some changes in the practical test. Historically, the test had to be taken in the Parque Roca driving track, a private place used specifically for this purpose. This week, the city's administration decided that it was fundamental to see how drivers managed in real-life scenarios, so the exam will include driving through the city's streets with double-command cars. For reference, anyone who is either getting their license for the first time or renovating it after significant time has passed since the expiration date needs to take the exam. Also happening in the city, the World Tango Dance Tournament is taking place in September, 
with thousands of dancers from all over the world gathering in Buenos Aires to compete. If you are in the city or planning to travel to Argentina between the 6th and 18th of September, this is a great opportunity to watch the very best performers. As we head toward the end of the week, keep in mind that toy stores and shopping malls may be specially packed this weekend. On the third Sunday in August, Argentina celebrates National Children's Day as established by the Argentine Toy Chamber. Different cities will be hosting free activities for children on that day, including workshops, games, readings, shows, and more. Be sure to check with your local museums and theaters if you're interested. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. But before we leave, we wanted to ask you something. In light of the fuel shortage, how much have you paid for gas this week? Do you think the price was cheap, fair, or expensive? Let us know at Argentina at Rorschach.com or on Instagram at Rorschach Argentina or Twitter at Rorschach underline ARG. Nos vemos la próxima semana. <laughs>